I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going to do another review of my draft team coming out of round three. We did get a W this week, so our draft side at the moment sitting with a 2-1 and one record. Bounce back from our loss last week uh, with a good little win this week. I was obviously away for a wedding. Uh, I was a groomsman at one of my best mate's wedding who's in this competition as well, Jim. So shout out to him, his beautiful wife, Carla. Uh, so I was sort of off the grid a little bit for most of this weekend and then hung over uh, for the Saturday and then and sort of resurface on the Sunday, which wasn't overly pretty for me, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, took out Alan in this one, one of the old boys in our competition. Uh, Al's got a pretty good side, to be honest with you, and there was a couple of his matchups that really had me worried. Uh, wasn't an exceptional week by my team. Uh, like it, it, it was a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest with you. Some of my guys performed really well. Others were really disappointing, but the ones that performed well, they were sensational. Um, I scored a number of tries this week, which I didn't, I, I haven't done in the first two weeks I think I think leading up to this week I'd, my team had scored a grand total of three tries in this week uh, probably scored six or so so you get those weeks sometimes and I think I have built the sort of team that is going to score tries regularly despite what the first two weeks says uh, I think I will score upward of four to six tries every single week I've just got a lot of guys with high end ability uh, like that so in my side this week we scored 807 Allen he came up with 733 so won this by about 70 points uh, I did it without a front rower as well so I had to cop an AE my AE didn't too, do too badly thank you. Th- thankfully Lachlan Elias he scored 31 so that was my lowest score so that was okay could wear that uh, obviously wearing AEs because I've got a couple of guys on my bench that aren't being utilised. Kevin Naguama, Scott Drinkwater and Cooler. I'm probably predicting Cooler comes into the team this week, so that'll be a good hold for me. If he doesn't this week, I think he will over the next few weeks. Manly look like they need to make some changes. Uh, Scott Drinkwater, I'm getting less and less confident on him 
as each day goes by, uh, Dearden and Townsend just look sensational. I'm not sure if Drinky's going to find his way back into this side. Kevin Naguama as well. Uh, Joseph Sawali came back, played Premier League uh, the last two weeks, I believe. So uh, they have got depth there. The Roosters, I know that he played centre in reserve grade this week, Kevin Naguama, and they played Sawali on the wing, which is where I think the next man into this Roosters side will be on the wing. So I'm going to hold Kev for a little bit. He needs tries to be relevant, um, and he will score them at the Roosters, there's no doubt about that. But it is a, ho- a long hold for a guy that I'm going to need to score every single week. There's less tries being scored than last year. So I'm sort of thinking I might let Kev go this week and make a move elsewhere. I think the cooler, uh, he's going to come into this side and I think he'll do well. I've got enough second rowers in my team to keep Tago and Ewan Aitken out in the CTWs, which is ideal. Uh, but yeah, I've got some moves that I've got to make over the next few weeks and start to uh, get a hold on this team and sort out the little holes that I have. I've still got a hole in my halves, uh, which I'm sort of band-aiding at the moment. But that was the risk I took uh, by not drafting a half until round 10 or something. Uh, Ilias, I think once they get out of this tough run, he'll be okay. So I'm confident of holding on to him. I actually considered dropping him last week, but after watching him against the Roosters, he's filled me with confidence once again. So I'll continue to ride that roller coaster. Uh, But I'll take you through my scores from the weekend. So... Thursday night, I was out at the pub having a really good time and I had to make a decision. I've got my... Uh, I, I had three second rowers and I had to pick two of them. They were Nakora, Nat Butcher and Satili Tupanua. And the problem was that if I benched Nakora, which you would understand because his performances in the first few weeks have been disappointing, um, it would mean that I would have to rely on Butcher and on Satili Tupanua. And Tupanua, he was obviously coming back off a head knock the week before. Uh, Nat Butcher, I mean, he was named to start, but whether he did or not with Angus Cry, and remain to be seen. Uh, so I ended up going with, and because it was raining in uh, in Wollongong, I went with the core because I just thought he'd based at his way to a good score, and he certainly did. Uh, 67 for Britain Nakora there. I think he had a hand and a try as well, but uh, really good base stats there for Nakora, so I was happy with that. Ewan Aitken uh, against the Tigers. He scored a 61, including a try. And look, good to see him get a 61. Considering he had a try in it, though, not ideal. Uh, But I think it was just one of those scrappy, shitty sort of games. You take out that try, he's sitting on about 43, which isn't ideal for where I drafted him, Aitken. But I'm happy to have him out there in the CTWs. I don't really worry too much about value on draft day. Draft day has come and it has gone. It all matters just what your team looks like now for me. Uh, Nat Butcher, I picked him off, off the waiver and I actually picked him up like fifth or sixth pick and I was really surprised by that. Now, now, when I wavered him, was I confident that he would be an 80-minute back row on the Sydney Roosters side? No. Uh, he played 80 minutes on the weekend. Am I confident he's going to be that long-term? No, I'm not. But it blows me away that more guys in my competition didn't take this risk. Uh, when I had a look at other guys that were wavered before me, there was a couple of halves like like a Tommy did, and I understood that pick. But some of the other ones just made no sense to me whatsoever. And I think with a guy like Nat Butcher, who is in a team like the Sydney Roosters, who are going to score points, and he's going to base that his way to 50 most weeks, with the attacking upside of just being in a Roosters side... It blows me away that people wouldn't take the risk on him. I didn't think he was going to be an 80-minute back rower. I'm not convinced that he will be yet either. But if you're wrong, my God, you have got an absolute weapon in your team. And I cannot believe he fell to me at fifth or sixth waiver. To be honest with you, I almost didn't waiver him because I assumed he wouldn't get here. I almost saved the three clicks just assuming that he wouldn't get to me. Thankfully, he did. Really happy with that. We'll see what happens with Nat Butcher over the next few weeks. But... 
if he does lock down that spot, I've got myself a guy that if I knew he was playing 80 minutes in the back row on draft day, I probably would have taken him round four or five realistically. So stoked with that one. Nat Butcher came up with a 59. I believe he had a line break in that. So about 50 in base there, Nat Butcher. Uh, Ilias, 31. We spoke about that. Had a try contribution and a line break assist. Uh, hopefully he can start to pick those up. But as I've said all year, I'm just I'm playing the long game with Ilias. And I think once they get to their good run, he will be okay. Uh, star of the show, my main boy, Isaac Tago, 94, uh, got denied a try in the first half, which he did last week as well. And I just sort of thought, fuck, here we go. He's going to be a nightmare. He then got beaten by Gagai. He got completely stood up there. But Tago in Tago fashion is why I love him. He bounced back and he came back hard, scoring 94 super coach points. Scored two tries himself, had another two tries or whatever. He was unbelievable. Uh, a lot of messages from you guys, you guys this weekend that drafted him um, saying thank you. Yeah, this kid, I've been so high on him. I was so confident that this is the sort of player he was going to be. I took him in round seven in a, in a really deep league. Um, got a few giggles and whatnot. But for me, honestly, if he keeps this up, he will be a round two guy next year. I think he's averaging 74 at the moment. Yes, he scored a lot of tries, but he's also had a lot of tries taken off him. Yeah, he's been denied two or three tries already. So that 74 could have quite easily been 80 or 90 realistically. The Panthers, they're not even hitting their straps yet. They've still got Nathan Cleary to come back into this side. He will only get better Isaac Tago. So absolutely love him. Pappenhausen scored 107. Um, I mean, consider, like he had a good game. I wouldn't say he was unbelievable, though. To score 107 when I know he's got a lot more in him, Pappy, and I know that his team can play better, and I know they'll come up against worst opposition. Stoked with that. Love where I got Pappy this year. Uh, he's proven to be a great player for me. Uh, my boy, Brad Schneider, 79 super coach points for the Canberra Raiders. Uh, I think he is... I, I mean, I, I said this three weeks ago that I think there's a world where he can hold on to the seven jersey, and, mate, the closer we get to the return of Fogarty, the more I think Schneider might actually hold on to it. They've played without him for one week. They got absolutely dusted by the Cowboys up there. The other two weeks that he's played, they've knocked over the Cronulla Sharks and the Gold Coast Times when they were down 22-0. Uh, and in this game, he came up with the two plays at the back end, but he's also a goal kicker, which they need. Um, Schneider, absolutely love the bloke. I think he's going to be one of my really good waiver pickups this year. Matty Tomoko, one of my other great draft picks this year. 77, two tries. Um, I think he got denied another one as well. So, Tomoko, you can just see that he He's the go-to guy on the left edge there. You can see that when Jack gets on the front foot or when Rapana gets on the front foot, they're looking for him, and he's always pushing up on the ball. So bouncing back from a disappointing 16 or 18 last week when they got absolutely shell-shocked by the North Queensland Cowboys. If the Raiders are playing decent football, Matty Tomoko, he will score good points there. Katoni Stagg, Sunday afternoon. What a kick in the dick this was. He looked awful. He looked terrible. I'm worried that he might get dropped out of this side for a couple of weeks, to be perfectly honest with you. Looked at the Supercoach score at the end, 36 points. This is why I love Staggs. He can play as poorly as he wants. He has been dreadful. That was probably the worst game of football I've seen him play. 36 Supercoach points. Stoked at that. He will turn it around. He will bounce back eventually when he does. Uh, he's going to be an absolute weapon for me. Uh, I actually, now I, I got to this point and I was I was in a really good spot. I had Pappy. He was my VC. Scored 107, as we said. But 
I was already down a front rower, so it meant that if I was going to take Pappy's VC, I had to play with essentially 12 players instead of 13. I decided not to do that. I didn't think I needed to. Uh, the other guy that I was playing didn't do incredibly well, 733. Uh, he was sitting on about 600 uh, before the last game or, or on Sunday Arvo. So I made the decision uh, that I was just going to captain Olakowatu for the Manly Seagulls and just take an easy 50. As it turns out, he only scored 35, which was okay. Okay, disappointing, but okay. Got my 70 points for captain from him. My Bulldogs boys, they all did okay. Jeremy Marshall King of 46, happy with that. If he can get me 46 every week, absolutely stoked. No real attacking stats this week, I don't think, from Marshall King. Uh, Maxi King, 38, played limited minutes. We're hearing now that uh, Hetherington, the back rower, is out. So I think you'll see Tavita Pango Jr. shift to the edge. And if he does, that should provide some more minutes for Max King, which is very, very exciting moving forward. Should be a 50-point guy. Uh, I have... Had Avarillo. I dropped him. I picked up Wakeham. He scored a pretty shitty try to start the game. That was 17. He finished the game on 42. So if you take out that 17, uh, you're looking at what? Like a 25-point score, which isn't ideal, but it was in the pissing rain against the Manly Seagulls. I do like Wakeham. He has got plenty of attacking stats in him. He just needs the right conditions to play in. And then I had Tupanua. He was the only guy on my bench that scored. He got a 42 in a very, very disappointing game for him where he missed a heap of tackles and was pretty average. Didn't have any huge attacking stats either, so we'll take that. But here we are. We're sitting with a 2-1 and one record after week three. Knocked over Allen this week by about 70 points. Uh, for him... Uh, a pretty standard week. Not a bad week, but just didn't have anyone go massive. Damien Cook scored a 75. Outside of that, his next best was Lomax, 65, and Rudolph, 55. So when, when only one player goes over 65, you're in a spot of trouble there, and your captain scores 60. Uh, you know... It is what it is. You have those weeks. Uh, shit happens, you know. AJ Brimson only scored 46. I thought that he could have potentially put on 120 in this game, so I probably got a little bit lucky there. Damien Cook was great, but the 75 probably wasn't enough, so he had to take a gamble on DCE, who still played well, 62 points there. For me, I got 807, and my captain got 35. If I was desperate in this game, and I was really trying to win, I could have taken the the Pappy score of 107, and you know I probably could have pushed 900 points there. So, happy with how it's gone. I think my guys that scored tries did well, uh, but I really don't think it'll be that unusual for those guys to score tries and I think Pappy can go higher than 107 realistically. Stags can obviously do better than 36 and Olakowato can do better than 35. So pretty happy with where my team sits as it stands now. We'll have to see what moves we make on the waiver wire this week. Having a look to this week and I've got my mate uh, Jem that got married on the weekend. He's going to be away on his honeymoon for this game so a little win for me. Probably won't be paying too much attention to it. Absolutely love that. I haven't had a look at my matchups yet for this weekend. I'll just get them up now and have a look at them. And I'll also have a look at his uh, while I'm at it. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident before I look at matchups that I should be able to get a W in this game. So the first game, we got the Titans taking on the Tigers. He's got Dane Laurie, so he could score some points there. I don't have anyone from this game. Uh, then we move to the Sharks taking on the Knights. I've got Britton Acora here. Uh, this is a game that I'm okay with him playing in. I think that he will make a fair whack of base stats. I think it'll be a pretty close and tight game. Being played at Shark Park, we love that. He's got Kurt Mann and Cam McInnes. Cam McInnes still coming off the bench working his way into minutes, so I know I'll probably cop a 40 or, or, or a 50 on me from Cam McInnes. Kurt Mann in this game should do a lot of work as well, but he's probably not going to get too many attacking stats, so I'm okay with that. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, next game, Panthers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. We've only got one player uh, in our game from this one. Uh, I have got Isaac Tago. He will be marking up against Campbell Graham. So another big test for Tago after giving it to Dane Gagai this week. So I'll be very keen to watch that one coming to you from Penrith. Uh, that might be a VC option for him. But South Sydney, uh, their defense has been pretty good to start the season, to be honest with you. Uh, the Warriors take on the Broncos from Redcliffe on Saturday, 3 p.m. Here I've got Ewan Aitken and Katoni Staggs. He's got Farnworth and Albert Kelly. Uh, so this will be a really good game for Staggs to potentially uh, play himself back into some form. Aitken and Staggs will be on the same side, so hopefully they don't beat each other too much. Uh, but yeah, definitely a game that I'll be excited for Staggs to hopefully bounce back in this one, and I'll probably give him a sneaky VC. In saying that, Aitken could be similar. Um, the Brisbane Broncos, they haven't been incredibly impressive. They leaked a lot of points last week. Aiken is a guy with high-end potential. So pretty happy with those matchups for both of my players, to be honest with you. Uh, Albert Kelly and Herbie Farnworth could really tear me apart, though, uh, in Jeremy's side. The next game, we've got the Manly Seagulls playing the Canberra Raiders. I've got Olakowatu, Tomoko, and Brad Schneider. This one comes to you from Glenn Willow, which I believe is Mudgy off the top of my head. Uh, could be wrong. I think it's Mudgy, is it? Doesn't tell me. Good. Um, regardless, not really a home game for either side. He's got Joey Tapanay and Morgan Harper, who hopefully won't be named in the team. Morgan Harper, if Cooler can get in over him, that's a double little win for me because I would have Cooler. I would have Olakowatu, and hopefully Olakowatu and Cooler end up on that right edge. That'll be a really good little combo for me. Tomoko and Schneider, I'm confident that both can score well here and knock out 45 to 55 in this game. Next game is the Cowboys versus the Sydney Roosters. It's going to be a really good game, to be honest with you. Very excited to see how this one goes. Hopefully, uh, Robbo keeps it the same and he names Tilly Tupanua and Nat Butcher to start Angus Crichton off the bench because Jem has Angus Crichton in this one. So if I can have Butcher and Satilli playing 80 minutes on the edge, that'll be sensational. Cowboys defense has been sensational so far. They played this one up in North Queensland. It's round four. They haven't they they haven't left um, Queensland yet, the Cowboys. So it'll be interesting to see when they get a run away from home and outside of Queensland towards the the back end of the season or in the middle of the season. But yeah, hopefully Angus stays on the bench. He's also got Daniel Tupu, um, who I'm worried about in this game. He could score a heap of points there. But Nat Butcher and Satilli. Nat Butcher, I'll probably start. Satilli, I'll have to make a decision on that. Uh, next up is a really interesting one for me, and this is uh, the remainder of my players, actually. I've got Ryan Pappenhausen and the Melbourne Storm taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. So I will have Pappy, Marshall King, Max King, and Wakeham in this game. So if Pappy can do well, he will probably be my captain. This one is down there at Amy Park. On the other side of the park, uh, we see that Jem has got Tavita Pangai Jr. I think he'll play in the second row, which I actually like, to be honest with you. I like him out there where he can go missing at times rather than through the middle where he can get a heap of touches. Uh, yes, he's got the upside of scoring tries out on the edge, but against the Melbourne Storm, I think they'll do a good number on him. Uh, and then the last game is the Parramatta Eels and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. In this one, Jem has Junior 
Paulo. So Paulo's had a pretty good start to the season uh, against the Dragons. They've got a pretty gritty forward pack, so I think Paulo will get through a bit of work there. Hopefully we can just keep his attacking stats down. Should also be noted that on Gem's bench, he has got Ruben Cotter, uh, who played really well last week, but I think his minutes were a little bit inflated last week because they were winning by so much. He's also got Nick Kotrick, who should return to this Canberra Raiders side. But I've got Tomoko inside him, so any points he gets will sort of square up there. Uh, for me, I'll hopefully I'll have Cooler to bring into this side. Maybe I'll have to have a look at matchups and see if I can play him. Uh, and then Ilias as well. I've got to decide if I play Ilias against the Panthers or if I play Wakeham against the Melbourne Storm. Pretty tough gig either way. Uh, that I go there. And to be honest with you, Brad Schneider against the Seagulls isn't ideal, but definitely better than those other two matchups. But definitely a game that I think I should win. Uh, hopefully I do. Just having a look at the ladder now to have a look at overall points where you can get a really good indication of how your team is going. Uh, for me on the ladder, I believe... I am sitting, so head-to-head, based on wins and losses for the season, I'm currently in sixth place with two wins. Uh, Only two teams have got three wins, so I'm happy with where I'm sitting there. Total points, which is where it gets really interesting, I'm fifth. So fifth on total points, six on head-to-head. I'm just about where I should be there. Uh, I've got more points than the bloke that's coming first. Stevie's got a pretty good side, though, so happy with that. Uh, Considering that... My captain got 35 this week when I could have taken Pappy for 100. Uh, it's about 140 points there, which would get me up to uh, about third place overall for points scored. So happy with how it's going at the moment. Good record. Bounce back from a loss last week. Uh, two wins, one loss. Hopefully I can make that three wins and one loss and I can keep building this side towards the finals. Already got that sort of mindset of building a side for the back end, which I highly advise uh, you all do the same with your super coach draft sides. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 